Do you know your identity? Well, let me tell you, you are a divine design. Stick around and let's talk about it. Welcome to Spoken Quietly, the podcast by Gloria Sloan Castellanos, speaker, author, and Christian life coach. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to the Spoken Quietly podcast. Today, we will talk about a very important topic. Do you know your identity? Do you know who you truly are inside and outside? Well, uh, we will talk about that today. That is very important for all of us to know and to have for certain. And also, we're going to talk, believe it or not, a little bit about knitting, which is my favorite hobby. Well, this podcast is taken from my blog at SpokenQuietly.com. Knitting is one of my favorite hobbies. This morning, I am carefully examining my almost completed new project. And I am at the point where the knitting pattern is put away and the creativity machine inside my head starts turning and deciding where I will go next. Should I add another color? Should I add sleeves? Should I skip the sleeves? (laughs) There are a few things that I consider when I am in the process of making these decisions. One of those things is, how does it fit my body? I also ask myself about the purpose or the uses I have intended for that piece. And finally, I determine the resources or materials I have available to make the alterations I am considering. Now keep this in mind as a knitting analogy is coming later in the post. As I was deep in thought about the next step to take with my knitting project, one even deeper thought crossed my mind. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Psalm 139, 13-14 I continually stand in awe at how careful, loving, and intentional God's design for me is, and for each one of us. That is what I call a divine design. I am also continually reminded about the importance of knowing, accepting, and living within that design. In other words, being certain of who you are in Christ, your God-given identity. If you are a born-again believer, your natural identity was miraculously transformed into a divine identity when you repented and surrendered your life to Jesus. You were given spiritual gifts that would shape your vision and fuel your passion to serve others and glorify God in everything you do. I believe that one of those gifts, specifically, will motivate and move you to excel in every area of your life, and not only within the church walls. I will share more about that in another post. 
Secular coaching usually allows the coachee to lead the direction of the coaching session. But in my Christian life coaching, I believe it is important to disrupt that direction when necessary with thought-provoking questions, but also with biblical truths. One of those truths I usually explore with my new coachees is precisely about identity. So, I ask, do you know who you are? Let's talk about that for a moment. There are two aspects of our identity, the visible or inner identity and the invisible or outward identity. Roughly, this is how we can differentiate them. The visible identity is the one that everyone sees, your personality, your exterior appearance and demeanor, whether that is fake or real, your conduct and actions, your voice and the way you talk, your occupation. The invisible identity is the one only God and you see, and sometimes even you fail to see it. Your character, your spiritual gifts, your beliefs and values, your fears, your natural and divine nature. Marshall Goldsmith, the famous coach to countless executives and military leaders, explains his philosophy on the sources of identity the following way. Number one, remembered identity. How do you know who you are? Because you remember events in your life that helped form your sense of self. It's not so important that these are sometimes inglorious moments or events you'd rather erase, you can't forget these touchstones, good or bad. Number two, reflected identity. What do people tell you that they remember about you? Other people remember events in your past and they remind you of them, sometimes constantly. You might know this as feedback. Feedback from others is how we shape our reflected identity. Number three, programmed identity. What message do people give you about who you are today or who you will become in the future? Your programmed identity has many sources. It can be influenced by the profession you enter or the culture you grew up in or the company you work for or the entire industry you work in, or the people you select as your trusted friends. Number four, created identity. Who do you want to be? Our created identity is the identity that we decide to create for ourselves. It is the part of our identity that is not controlled by our past or by other people. Okay, so this is particularly good information. But for those of us who are Bible-believing Christians, there are two more sources of identity, and they should be the most important of all sources to consider for a deep and lasting transformation. And those are natural identity. Because we are born into Adam's family, you inherited his family identity, a sin nature. Romans 5.12 says, 
Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men, because all have sinned. In other words, our natural identity is an inclination to sin. Divine identity. God made it possible for you to become part of a different family and thus receive a new identity, a new nature. You can be adopted into the family of Christ and become a child of God. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. When I coach women that are struggling in any area of their lives, I first aim to help them determine if they clearly understand and accept their natural and divine identities. I believe this is foundational for everything else in life. Going back to my knitting project, here is an analogy that will illustrate the way our divine design works. Just as I try on the garment to size it to my body, I believe God fashioned your inner and some of your outer identity to fit you exclusively. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Psalm 139.15 Just as I consider the seasons and uses of the knitted piece, I believe God preordained a purpose and a mission especially for you. For we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Ephesians 2.10 Just as I consider the resources and materials available to adjust my knitting, I believe God prepared the resources and gifts within you to create a unique and tailor-made design to accomplish your goals in life. But one in the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as He wills. 1 Corinthians 12.11 Sister, I encourage you to take the time to reflect on what I have shared with you about identity. Having a solid certainty of who you are will give you confidence, worth, purpose, strength, gratitude, and a newfound sense of awe for the one who created you and fashioned you so lovingly and perfectly. Now I invite you to my coaching corner. Number one, do you know who you are? Say it out loud. Complete the sentence, I am. Number two, does your outward identity match your inward identity? How? Number three, what kind of source of identity relates more with you? How is it affecting your life? Number four, 
Can you describe the way you were adopted into God's family? Number five, how well do you know your divine design? Can you write which ones are your spiritual gifts? I hope these questions will give you a nudge in the right direction. If you need more help, please send me an email at hello at spokenquietly.com and schedule a free one-hour coaching session with me. You can also visit my website, spokenquietly.com, and schedule your session there. I am passionate about teaching, coaching, and encouraging women like you to find their vision, live their mission, and do it joyfully and successfully. And of course, I love to write about it. Until next time, remember, words of the wise spoken quietly should be heard rather than the shouts of fools. Ecclesiastes 9.17 This is Gloria Sloan Castellanos. You just heard Spoken Quietly, the podcast by Gloria Sloan Castellanos. Until next time.